live from Super Brawl 7, it's the Heart Nasaki Podcast, episode 101. Welcome everybody to the newest episode of the Heart Nasaki Podcast. I am Matt, and now off top is Mike. How you doing? I'm doing great. What do you think about being on the opposite side of three digits of episodes? I think it's, uh, I think nothing actually. <laughs> do you think nothing of it no don't really think of much of it we're not like some big monumental podcast that makes us tons of bank and uh you know that people care about so there's not really much to think about there well the people that care about it oh they only care people i care about. well i appreciate their caring but you know it's just it's just not enough people <laughs> so oh mike I'm not popular enough. Where? That's kind of what it sounds like you're doing. Yeah, I'm not really complaining about that. I just, you know, just, just, it's just not that important. So <laughs> I just don't think about it. Unless you were more popular, it'd be suddenly more important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You got it. You got it. <laughs> well, Mike, uh, you know, playing some games and stuff. I, I, I suspect you were doing this. Oh, you this, know me. This video game thing. It's about all I do. Fun. That's all you do? Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good to hear. That the fun and the video games go together for you. They really do. Well, I'm up to uh, Act 3, 3.7, whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Uh, almost three hours of Vanquish. It's, uh... Gotta get on that. It's You don't have much left. You have like maybe half, three hours left, actually. No, no. It's a short game. Uh, I good. I appreciate that. I, I like it. I have no problem with it. It's uh, my initial thing when you were in my room and I was just like bitching about how it seemed confusing. Mm-hmm. That washed away quickly. So thank God for that. Well, that's um, good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Um. Then you're all like, I oh, skip all the cutscenes. Who gives a shit? Like, well, if I skip the cutscenes, then I don't know what the fuck the reason or it it gives a certain like minuscule amount of context that makes it easier to understand what I'm doing. Definitely emphasis on the minuscule. But... Yes, right. It, it's now I understand that you know it also might give motivations for characters, but you're right, they don't have really anything to say in that regard. No, they don't. <laughs> but it just gives me an idea, like. Like, when you see a cutscene, like, kind of, you know, show you surroundings, and you know... Establishing the... shots, that's what you're looking right, for. Right, basically. <laughs> then I kind of know where the guys are going to be set up once it gives me control again, mm-hmm. and I'll know who to go after. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. something like that just somehow just works better than if I skipped it, you know? Because then I'd be going, well, who am I fighting, and what am I doing, and, you know... What I mean, am I just... fighting for? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're saying, huh? That's what I'm saying. Uh, um, well, we all do sometimes. Because uh, when I uh, when I played the demo all those years ago, mm-hmm. and I just was dropped into that initial uh, mission. Yeah, I thought it was like I'm trying to think. I thought it was on like a spaceship or some shit. Really, and effectively it kind of is, but it also isn't. You know, it's that. What's that one movie? Uh, Elysium? Yeah, that's it. That's what it's called. That's basically what you're fighting on. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's that so same it, kind so of So it is calling. effectively in space, but I thought it was only going to spaceship and shit. Like, it was in an enclosed ship and stuff. Oh, no. That just no. happened to look like it was outside. <laughs> but 
No, it when you watch the cutscene, then you get the context of it's actually like a part of a city or some shit. So it's like yeah, it's like a space colony. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that part. It doesn't it doesn't go that wide out at that point. So I didn't know that yet. But mm-hmm. at least I had a, it just changed it just changed it for me. It was like okay, now I know where to fucking fighting. And before I thought I was where I was, I was wrong. So it just some makes it better for me. So I, just, I mean, I got to deal with Mister Gruff. So you know, whatever, that's fine. Oh yes, you. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Gruff and your uh, and Sam's uh, Sam's uh, infatuation with him, you know, you gotta stay close. Yeah, I like it. Smoking, gruffness. Yep. Shooting. I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. It's, it's no sweat. It's a good game. Good um, to know. Basically, I've also been playing a lot of his uh, Mortal Kombat one and two. Uh, we played, I know. I played you in both the arcade versions and the Super Nintendo versions. That's right. We've been uh, getting back into Mortal Kombat. OG. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're doing the OG shit. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is like the first Mortal Kombat on the arcade. You know, I find Sub Zero and Cage to be the best. But also Sonya for you. I've noticed. Sonya is amazing in that game. At least in that version. <laughs> right, which is what I was going to get to next is that then last night we were like playing the Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo, the first one, and yeah, it is a lot stark more differences than I thought. I mean, yeah, it's weird because <laughs> like the just strange things, like first off, the game is just faster, like it is, it's like it's like Mortal Kombat Turbo, it really is, yeah, mm-hmm. and. And things like, I mean, I known about this before now, but um, I knew that, like, say, like an arcade, when you, if you were to jump and hit a kick or a punch right away, it would retract back and wouldn't land. Where in a Super Nintendo version, you hit it as soon as you want, and it'll stay out the whole time. Yep. Um, and they're much more jump kicks are somehow just really just like they prioritize those. The game does versus other things. Yeah, the uppercut. You, you, you can't anti-air the, the you can't, those yeah. jump kicks in no. Super Nintendo version. No, it's terrible. Can't. Yeah, it's terrible. So, speaking of that, the only way the Super Nintendo version works really weird. Like you'd expect, you know, you'd have to anti-air with the uppercut. Just, just yolo that shit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the Super Nintendo version doesn't work at all. The only way to technically do that is you have to block their incoming jumping attack. And as soon as you block it, you do an uppercut, and it almost always works. Yeah. Especially when it's Johnny Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah, because his <laughs> uppercut's really fast. Yes. I mean, it was anyway, but this this version, because this is like... It's even it's, faster. Yeah, it's, it's MKT, so, you know, it's got to <laughs> go faster. Yeah. Fucking nuts. And, yeah, just some of the, some of the screw-ups in that game, also just hilarious. Well, that was more or less more Cup 2 as well, so, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a strange version of the game. It's not too bad, but but not great. And uh, um, I would say uh, it's all right, but you know it's definitely got its quirks, and you can't play it like the arcade version. Nope, not at all. And uh, of course, Mortal Kombat Two on uh, the arcade version was uh, was top notch. Of course, you know mm-hmm. uh, my my uh, my top characters in that game tend to be. Uh, Katana, of course, she's like the best one. Uh, she's really good. Uh, I find Liu Kang against you is fun, and uh, of course, Cage and Kung Lao are great too. So, mm-hmm. 
um, garbage garbage characters uh, would amount to um, Reptile, uh, Melina, Baraka, Raiden. So yeah. I don't think Melina is supposed to be bad, but uh, it's just that if you're not accustomed or don't like the idea of having to constantly tr- uh, hold in a, the low punch button to do a fireball when at, whenever punch. you whatever you know the button but a it's button. important it's, it's important. oh i'm sure very important <laughs> um but uh if you don't want to do that and you know, that's not a thing you're into or you're not comfortable with it then she's definitely not a character to play but because that's you kind of need that because to make her good and if you don't want to do that then she's bad so <laughs> right and you and me don't like playing that way so right well i think it's more or less that that type of character is more is better set up on an arcade stick style of controller. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Where you actually have your hands more free to do what you need to do otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the Super Nintendo versions, much closer there, and it's not as weird. It still does play a little faster. Yeah, it does a little. Um, bit. It's not as bad, but um, mainly because I guess Mortal Kombat Two and arcade itself is faster. Yeah, a um, little bit. But yeah, it's like it has it has less of the less weird differences, and it it is more closely aligned with the arcade version. Yeah, it is. It doesn't if you whatever you your knowledge from the arcade version pretty much mostly uh, translates to the Super Nintendo version. Yep. And uh, who was I using? It was just like I just all over you with him. What, Jax? Yeah, I think it was Jax. But Jax is like that no matter what. <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Kung Lao is fun to use there too. And Oh yeah, here's the funny thing. We were we were both playing. We are both like, let's just play Shang Tsung together. Yeah. This game can't remember which which color you have. Because the, 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 the typical color you get if you use Shang Tsung is yellow. But there's this like baby blue shit going on, sky blue shit, if you're a second player. But if if you uh, if both are changed into a different character other than Shang Tsung, and the first player changes back after the second player, the second player gets the yellow, and then the first player gets the the fucking blue. Yeah. Further yeah, making it, us it, constantly it's, joke. Further making us constantly joke that oh, I won for you, because. Yeah. My color was your color. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's a weird thing because uh, because it's clear they have it programmed in such a way that that uh, the um, that the color is like hard coded to the to the the uh, who had who who's on screen first as Shang Tsung. Right. It's just really strange. We'll have to check that out with the. I would assume the the. The arcade version doesn't do that, but we didn't play that way on that version. Yeah, so yeah, I usually sure. don't. Yeah, I usually don't play Shang Tsung because my my thought is ever playing Shang Tsung is why when I can just play a good character. <laughs> like he can change into good characters, but why play him when you can just be the good character? Exactly. All the time. <laughs> Instead of worrying about oh shit, now he might change back soon. Yeah. And then you yeah. feel like you can't do anything. Exactly, because it sucks. Do. <laughs> on his own he's terrible he does he literally has like one special move but Mike they can go up to three times 
Yeah, but there's a lot of inputs for the extra fire pulse, and that sucks. It's really hard to do them fast enough to uh, accurately get them. Yeah, you kind of have to buffer them in when you're, like, jumping and shit. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something you can do, and you can get better at it, but it still sucks. (laughs) It's way too much input. Like, a lot of times I'll do, like, two fireballs and buffer it into three because while they're coming out, because otherwise, how am I going to get them out? (laughs) You're not. This is true. So, um, so yeah, and uh, also another interesting thing, which is something I didn't know because I didn't play a whole lot of mm-hmm. uh, the arcade version back when the arcade version was the thing. So once I went back to arcade version, and I was kind of shocked, like, wait, wait, what? The default color for Giant Cage is blue? I thought it was red <laughs> because these the colors are swapped on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, for first player. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> It's not that weird. It's not as weird as changing back and having the other guy's color. Well, that's for sure. (laughs) I'll give you that. Oh, here's another thing. And this is is like stage specific. Because, okay, there's that shadow uppercut that Shiny Cage has Mm. in this game. In Mortal Kombat 2. Which fucking sucks. And it fucking sucks. It just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. It fucking (laughs) sucks. And it's like no range, no, no nothing. But yet, for some reason, the Super Nintendo version, it depends on what stage you're on. If you're, like, on the Deadpool stage, it has that shitty fucking range that ain't worth using. Yeah. But if you're on the very next stage, which in order always comes the combat tomb, suddenly it's got range. And now suddenly it's awesome. Yeah, it's actually good if, in the Super Nintendo version, if depending on the stage. Yes. <laughs> if you're on a stage that gives you the range for that move, it is an amazing move and you should always use it. When it's on the stage like the Deadpool, it's a shitty move. You should never use it. So, you know, it depends. <laughs> so not only do you got to know all the intricacies of Cage and how to use them, but you also got to remember, oh, yeah, this stage, that move is not possible, or that move now is possible. <laughs> Does it suck or not suck? Depending on the stage. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense, because it's like, why all of a sudden on this stage do I have no room to do the move? And the another stage, I do. It's weird. <laughs> Because you can't say, oh, it's the Pit Fatality stage, because Deadpool is also one. Yeah. So, fucking weird. I almost have a good feeling it's like, there is some, like, difference in, like, the where the the characters are positioned. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the case. And, like, again, I hadn't really tried, I didn't really have this mindset of realized, realization like I did on Super Nintendo, so that's another thing on the arcade version that we'd have to try out mm-hmm. to see if a stage matters on there. Again, I would assume, like the, like the uh, Shang Tsung coloring, I would assume it does not going to be different, but... Yeah, I don't think it is, but could be wrong. No, I can't say I know for sure. Yeah, I guess we'll just find out. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the whole uh, stage weirdness with Johnny Cage reminded me of, reminds me of... Um, of a specific thing with uh, Dark Shockers Three, I don't know if you know this. I don't. Do you you, you know? Do you know of the uh, stage in that game that has the the pulsating baby fetus? I do, yes. But I, as far as that game goes, I'm not familiar with it as much as I say. I'm basically mostly familiar with the first game. I don't really know much of the mm-hmm. other two. So. Okay. Well, anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is that the. Uh, that stage in that game 
actually is slightly larger than the other stages. Is it vertically or horizontally or both? Horizontally. Horizontally, okay. It's actually longer. So it's a, because of that, it's actually um, it's actually banned in tournaments. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it's not consistent with the other ones, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was fun. Share that. Is it because people get in corner issues or something? I don't know. No, it's just that it's just not a consistent. You know, it's it's just, it's more of a simple expectation of the stage length and you know what what you can expect how how long you you can expect to get someone to the corner. That's pretty much what it is. Uh-huh. I don't think it's about unfairness. It's just more of like we need some we need all the stages that, to be played that are you know uniform. So in right. length. Cool. Uh, what have you been playing, bro? Oh, I've been uh, recently still playing some Neo 2. I beat that. Uh, I don't know if I said that on the show last time or whatever, probably. <laughs> I don't remember anything. But um, I, I was playing that again. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm basically just like, I'm in the new game plus, uh, playing with uh, one of my friends usually on weekends um and just kind of fucking around playing with him and then and uh getting myself some the extra trophies that i want to get try to get and that's that's basically what i've been doing with that and then outside of that i've spent 15 hours now with uh because of four remaster so i've been playing that again you know for the first time in nine years um with me last year yeah, with you last year playing the PS3 version. <laughs> um, so, been doing that. Uh, been scrubbing the map. I took a long time, took about 15 hours to uh, scrub the map clean of side missions with uh, uh, Akiyama. So, I'm finally on to Saijima, which is the second character out of four to you get to play as in this game. And, uh, there is one side mission with Akiyama I could not finish because they refused to let me do it when the story beats got to the point where his his uh, Sky Finance secretary Hana got kidnapped or was in the hospital or something like that, whatever it was. Yeah. Basically, she wasn't around, and so the the description in the menu then changes to I don't I don't feel motivated without her around or something like that. So it doesn't let you do it. <laughs> it doesn't let you complete it. Because <laughs> it's actually a multi-part one. And I'm like... And then before I could actually complete it, by you know getting her back to the uh, back to the normal uh, status quo with her, so I could actually get it to do it, the, 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 that's when the, uh, the game uh, flashed forward, and now I'm playing a Sajima, so I can't do it at all right now. Yeah, well, fucking... So that if I'm gonna do that side mission, I might have to wait until I, I'd imagine at this point I have to wait till uh, until like uh, after I already beat the game <laughs> to go back wow. for that one. Yeah, I was like, really, I don't have any time to do it. And and also that side mission you can't do unless it's at night. You can't do it in the daytime. <laughs> that part, yeah. So it's like two things uh, uh, were conspiring against me. I'm a conspiracy victim, Matt. You understand? Well, I. I... Yeah, I know. Let's just like Chris Jericho on WCW. That's but, right. Um, I um, I just uh, you gotta work that shit in there, ain't you? 
That's right. Uh, keep doing it. We're going to super glow in here eventually. Um, hey, you did it now. I didn't. That's true. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but but uh, as I go on here, I'm going to put my thinking glasses and hat on tied to my luchador mask. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that seems like a, a bunch of. Basically, your your example there. You had to wait till night to do it as well. It's like ah, I just I'm so glad I don't bother with any of that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 actually in the, some of the, a lot of the newer games too. Some side missions are like that. It's weird. I'm glad they're there. I just don't want to do them. Yeah, I feel like a big part of the a big part of the fun of the series to me is like the lightheartedness slash. Like just like a bunch of fucking different emotions for the side missions, and then the super serious main missions story. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You just get everything. You get a bit of everything. And I also want to say that going back to these older games that did concentrate on side missions, they're definitely a lot less enjoyable on average than the newer games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely feel that way. Like zero, zero, Kiwami, Kiwami two, six, five. They're all really good judgment. They're all really good with side missions. But now that I've gone back to these games and I'm concentrating much more than I used to on the side missions, it's just, they don't, they're just not that enjoyable. Some of them are, though. But, you know, the, the average side mission is not as good as it, it's not as much better now than it used to be. I would say. Yeah. I don't mind playing some of them, but most of them are just things a waste of time. But, you know, unlike you, I don't have the time, so even if I wanted to, I'd be like, well, I'll just take fucking a year to play this thing, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, it does add a lot if you tackle a lot of that stuff. But you do, uh, it is worth doing, if I think, I feel like, because you do get a lot of experience from completing them, so right. you get to level up more and whatnot. So, I think it's worth doing, but... If you don't want to, you don't have to. Whew. Dodge the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so Micah Banco has uh, announced a Namcot collection for Switch. Are you excited for Namcot collection, Mike? I don't know what are the games on it. Usually usually I'm not with these uh, the Namco collections of varying sorts because... It's always usually the same old games over and over again. It's not, there's no, doesn't like lesser, well, even if they're good games, like they're usually not released very often or if at all on these collections. And that's partly why I got the, uh, a different collection for Switch, which was uh, the one from 2018 that I got last year in 2019. It was that. The one with the head Splatterhouse Arcade on it. Like, I've never seen that before. That's the first collection to ever have that. Like, that's one of the few... That's one of the only, that's the only time it's been out, you know, right. on a collection. And uh, also, same with uh, that same collection has Rolling Thunder 2 as well, which has never been put out before, as far as I know. So, I liked, I liked that one. I actually got that once I finally figured... Once I finally uh, realized what was on it, and realized that it existed. I was like, well, I just bought it like the next day because like I, I'm interested. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, it's almost always like Galaga, Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man. You know, the usual. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the usual. So what does this one have? Well, this one has a... I I don't know how to say that. You're going to have to... I can't help you because you didn't give me a link to any of your stuff. I, I gave you the bookmark file. You didn't, actually. Did you? I don't know. Did I? I don't think you did. Why are we, why are we recording this? Who knows? Uh, I did. It was yesterday. Okay. I <laughs> guess I should accept a download. I, it doesn't matter. I'll just give it to you now. <laughs> Live as can be on this shit. There you go. All right, let's take a look. Live, 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 taking a look. Um, okay, so Wagyan Land is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, that's actually a... Okay, so the interesting thing about this collection is it's called Namcot Collection because Namcot used to be Namco's uh, brand name for the home division. Yes. Uh, that they used to use. Um, not They didn't really use it here. They used it in Japan. And so that's what this is referring to. So I have, like, for example, I in my collection, I have a few older games they published on Famicom, and it says Namcot. So, for example, in fact, that's the that's the thing. These are these are uh, these are actually uh, Famicom games, not arcade games. Right. Every single one of them. I didn't think it was. So. So the Pac-Man and Galagon here is actually from the Famicom versions, not the not the arcade. Uh, they also have Splatterhouse, One Pocket Graffiti. That is a Famicom game originally. Uh, Quinty uh, they, is the actual name. Um, the reason it's in parentheses is because they put Mendel Palace there because I believe one of those titles was our title, and I believe that's Mendel Palace, but I could be wrong. So, um, And then there's Dragon Spirit, the, the NES port of that, and uh, Yokai... Yokei Dochuki, I don't know what that is. It sounds familiar to me, but I'm not sure what it is. Uh, Family Jockey is like a horse racing game, I believe. And then there's Battle City, which I believe did have an arcade game version. And then there is Star Luster, which I'm not... I think that's some kind of space flight sim thing. I, I vaguely remember. I've never played it. I just kind of kind of know about it. And then the NES port of Tower Juraga, which, well, Famicom port, because I don't think it came to NES over here. I don't think we got that. Uh, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah. So that's the first round of available games. I don't know. I assume that means more coming after this point. And this lineup here doesn't excite me enough to care. So, so the answer is a no from me. <laughs> Absolute no, huh? Yeah, the only one that's like all that interesting to me is the Splend- Splatterhouse Wombaga Graffiti entry that's listed. So I tried to play that on uh, was it uh, emulation years ago, mm-hmm. and that's like, and that was after many much talk about how oh it's great and everything. I'm like, uh, this is stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. I didn't like it. I just thought it was dumb. I didn't understand what to do. It was kind of. It felt like more like it was subverting expectations, because it was more of a cutesy, you know, like over the top take on Spiderhouse itself. So I was just like, "Cool, y'all can have it. I don't want it." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not particularly 
interested in it myself, just kind of a little bit. So, yeah. I definitely don't want horse racing, so whatever. And uh, <laughs> keep going on releases here. We got some remakes here coming up. Here's Panzer Dragoon is getting a remake for Switch. It's available. Yes, yes, it is. It is available now, Mr. Whisperman. Uh, Mr. Whisper. <laughs> if I could turn and Sid Vicious and just do whisper, scream, whisper, scream. I don't know if anyone would want that. I definitely don't want that. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it looks good. It, I've heard a lot of problems with, like, some of the, the targeting and uh, input latency that the uh, developer claims has publicly already claimed that they're fixing. So I don't know what that if that's really going to improve as much as it sounds like, but we'll see. I actually have uh, ordered a physical copy of this from one of those. I think it's from Limited Run. Pretty sure I got it from. That's the one listed here. Yeah, so you know, I'll get it whenever they end up giving me that. <laughs> whenever I'm allowed to be have it, then I'll have it to be have it yeah it looks good i like the visuals based on what i've seen uh and you know it's got this it's got the old soundtrack in it and untouched from the Saturn version which is of course already too good so why bother touching it you know right it's it's literally perfect (laughs) and if you touch it you better fucking include the original you stupid fuck and they actually did touch it there is a uh remixed audio done by the original guy who did the other one the actual uh-huh. one so right. i don't know what that sounds like so i can't comment on that but uh whatever it is it's probably not as good <laughs> i don't know it's just so hard to guy be... fucking his own shit up I don't know. it's not even that i think he would make a bad new one it just wouldn't be as good like it's just i don't see how it could be improved on you know <laughs> but hey whatever if you want to try I don't care. Just make don't sure they about the old ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. And it's just like you can ha- you can try to do something else with it or whatever the fuck, but leave the original in. Just do that. Yep. And I'm also looking forward to uh, they're doing the same company is going to remake uh, Panzer Dragon's Vi as well. Oh, uh, cool. So. I don't know when that's due out. We didn't even know when this one was due out, and it was just out one day, so who knows? <laughs> Someday. And that same company also announced sometime last year that that they're going to be doing remakes of House of Dead 1 and 2 as well. Well, isn't that wonderful? Because I, uh, I have a collection that has 2 and 3 on it on the Wii. Mm-hmm. And I assume uh, we can we can liken this with uh, the Switch Joy-Cons on the Switch for those since they do have they do have the sensors on so so that should be cool uh because uh yeah this the 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 one way the one house of dead proper game i have is the first game's port to the saturn and it's pretty crusty (laughs) i don't think it's that badly done it's just just doesn't feel like it was all that polished or you know so right but, uh, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, more remasters. This one also coming. Crisis. Crisis, yeah. They weren't going to actually announce this one as soon as they did, but since it was kind of getting out there ahead of them and getting leaked, so they just announced it officially. 
That's funny um, is that the uh, U.S. Gamer, their main graphic at the top of the article shows the, uh, they kind of, um, out of nowhere, big-lipped alligator moment <laughs> of the game, where it's all of a sudden this fucking alien shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, I can't say that I'm really going to get this, to be honest. I mean, I, I only ever played the PS3 release of the first game. And I played the two sequels on PS3 as well, um, and I always liked the second, the second and the third game the most, especially the second one. That's probably my favorite. And even then, not a super huge Crisis fan, so don't know if I want this. But <laughs> especially since this is going to be, this actually is more based on the PC original. Of course, this is going to have all the content from that, and there was a bit. I don't know what exactly was cut out for the PS3 360 versions, but I know there was some, there's at least one thing cut out. One thing here or there. I don't know. But I'm not a big fan of the first one because it's just a bunch of hot spots to run to. And so, and when, it, when it's actually open early on, and there's no real purpose to the open world, it's just open for the sake of it. Because you're just going to go to those hot spots and fuck up people anyway. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like there's a bunch of enemies everywhere, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any damn difference. It's just you trudging along and wasting time. So, Whereas the linear nature of the sequels is much better. That's, that's just right. my take. That's my take on it. Yeah, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. That's right. <laughs> uh, more remakes. Resident Evil 4 currently in the works and not surprising given the success of two and three yeah definitely not uh i was kind of expecting there to be a code veronica remake before four just because that was the next one after three yeah that's what some people were were saying that also also uh from what i've heard i've never played it myself but uh people don't think it aged very well and that could be a way to make it better. Uh, actual good game, I guess, if you will. <laughs> but apparently they're just going to go right to the actual game that still is good, apparently. And just uh, try to remake that anyway. So, I guess. It's especially weird because they've this current gen that it's going to be on, well, at least we think it will be, probably will be a cross-gen, this... this uh, this remake for four, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, it's kind of strange because they've ported four so many times to everything ever. Yeah, where's the other two? They didn't. Yeah, exactly. So it's really strange. <laughs> it just feels like it's like we've already we've already revisited this multiple times. You know, just do do a different thing before this. We'll give this more time to breathe. Give, let us miss it first. <laughs> right. Can't do that. No. Not allowed. Nope. It's against Capcom law, apparently. That's right. Just go get Resident Evil 4 for PS4 right now. <laughs> they, already, they already released it. Yep. This I remember. Um, and finally, remake uh, City ends with uh, Nier, apparently, getting a remaster. On all the major platforms. Except no. It seems like this is the 
I see, I think this is this is supposed to be the the one we didn't get over here originally because I don't know if you know this there was two versions of this first game. No, I did not know that. There was a it was uh, I need to look it up real quick so I don't fuck it up. Well, here I can give you this because it's uh it's in the it's in the article. There's your article. Oh no, not that. I already know. I already have access to the article. That's not what I'm referring to. Well, it says uh, near Gestalt or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, where's the fuck? The fuck, and, and guys? Near, near Replicant? Yes, yes. Yeah, so, it's in the article. What the fuck? Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. great. So glad. <laughs> so glad. Um, We got just Gestalt and they got, well, they got both, but we got, yes, they got just both. Gestalt and they got Replicant. So, yeah, I believe it was Gestalt was the 360 version in Japan, yeah, specifically, and then the, and then Replicant was the PS3 version. Um, Gestalt has the older, uglier guy, uh, doing the same overall story, and the uh, and Replicant on PS3 over there had the, this younger, like the, the little girl is the one you're trying to save in both versions. And I think Replicant's the one where you were playing his, her brother, which was a young kid. Uh, and the other one was an older, uglier father dude. Older, uglier father dude. So, <laughs> I don't know if there's any differences. And it seems like this is, this is just a, this is a, re, a remaster of the one with the young kid. Mm-hmm. And the one we didn't get. So... I don't know if we're getting that in the West or not, this new version of that one. And I don't know if there's any differences to matter, if I should care about it or not. That's where I'm at with it. I just, I'm just not sure. <laughs> so I'm open to it, but you know, I like, I like the one we did get. So, but it was mainly of course for the, the, uh, you know, Yoko Taro-ness of it all. So, <laughs> <laughs> with the different endings and the crazy here's the spoiler guys the ultimate ending at the end the the ending d or whatever it was the the final one it deletes your save data and you can't stop it oh no (laughs) asshole it makes you watch it do it by the way like it, it makes this whole big spectacle of of animating this the menus as it all all your items disappear and shit it's pretty funny. <laughs> no, my save. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so that actually does not happen in when you see all the endings of uh, of the sequel Automata. Uh-huh. But there are more of those there. But they're they're still weird. Like you have to play fucking. Uh, uh, shoot him up with the credits or something. It's so weird. I love Yokotaro. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid shit. It's great. So, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Uh, I don't know if I should care. I don't know if it's actually coming here. I don't know anything. So, no. Neat. Um, 
uh, one let's see we'll, we'll go off the beaten path here with the RSB and how they want to start beginning to warn players of loot boxes and one of their, you know and their ratings on the box and shit like in-game purchases includes random items and shit uh, like you already sort of did this already with the I think it was the back of the box at the top, especially on PS3. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere. I don't remember what the fuck they did at bottom box, top box. Who gives a shit? And, of course, again, like anything, this is an actual example of why this isn't really going to be that effective. Is If, uh, for instance, like the remake of... Speaking of remakes. Uh, the remake of Crash Team Racing was put out. It had a disc and everything for some releases. And then after the fact, they added in loot boxes or something like it. Or Which DLC means, shit, yeah. Right, stuff like that where, well, now the box can't tell you because the box is a finite thing that can't be updated. Yeah. So I don't feel like this is going to help that at all because it's no. the same type of issue you got to run into. I, I, I was actually kind of interested in getting... That Crash Team Racing remake until right. I, heard but I wasn't, that. but I wasn't get it right away. And then once I heard about that, I was like, yeah, I don't, no, not anymore. <laughs> exactly. Don't care, don't want to be interested. I'm not interested in your stupid uh, predatory practices. I was just looking for a, a nice looking remake of a good old, classic racer. You know, that's yeah. all I wanted. So that's what most people wanted. Yep. Got to ruin everything. Is what they got to do. Yeah, why you gotta ruin everything, Activision? All the time. They ruined the fucking remake slash remaster of Call of Duty 4 as well. Yep. In the same way. They did the same exact thing. Of course they do the same thing all the time. Yes, they do. But that one I wasn't interested in because I didn't. I don't care about Call of Duty that much. Right. Or at all, uh, really. Yeah, really, at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a... Uh, I I had a you know it's like the old uh, like on a, on a less egregious issue, but like say Ubisoft with all their you know the sim the the same the the same style of open world games they do for every game they ever put out that's like that yeah you know so you know Activision doing their predatory issue yeah so and yep. finally. The uh, PS5's controller, the DualSense, has been revealed. Oh, DualSense. The DualSense. Everybody, everybody's like, don't you look at that? It's got a create button instead of a share button. Like, what's the difference? Nothing. Shut up. Yeah, functionally, it'll largely be the same. It might add, they might, they'll probably add more functionality to the options on that button, but other than that, it's the same thing, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. I do like the look of this controller. I don't know why some people are so adamantly against it. And a lot of people are like, "I want a solid color." I'm like, oh "My God, get over yourself!" Right? <laughs> solid color. So, I mean, <laughs> I think it looks fine, and a lot of people are fucking. I've heard people even fucking been claiming that. That like, why didn't they show the bottom of the controller, guys? Is it gonna have 
back buttons? And I'm like, if it was going to have back buttons, they would have definitely shown you. Right. The reason they didn't show you is because there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm not mistaken, when they did close-ups of the same style of you know high-res imaging for older controllers on other systems, they didn't do the back either. Of course they didn't. There's nothing there. <laughs> What's there to show you? Nothing. Yeah. I, I have a feeling uh, this will be perfectly fine. I don't see myself hating this controller, to be honest. Um, especially when you look at it, and, I, and I've looked at these in close-up and all the aspects, and the analog sticks look exactly like the DualShock 4. The shoulder buttons look exactly like the exact equivalent shoulder buttons on the PS4 controller as well. The D-pad looks exactly the same. The face buttons are probably the same. It's, that was hard to tell. <laughs> you know, so there's really not... I have a feeling they're all going to feel the same, too. And that's fine, because I like them on the DualShock a lot. So it's good for me. Yeah. So, yeah, the only thing is, it's, I can definitely tell it's going to feel a little different in the hands overall, because of the, the shape's a little different. Uh, but, but other than that... I don't have an. I don't think I'll have an issue, even with that. Really, I won't have an issue because I won't even be holding it. You will. You'll get mine. You can hold mine. That's true. I can. I'll definitely be getting the system. Probably. Probably. We'll see. Still know everything. Still know everything enough to know for sure. But if if anything, it's going to be this one. So. Yeah. But. Uh, um. They're always doing baby steps forward. With the controllers, but they also but they already had, had it. They also had it mostly right the first time. I was about to say they already had it figured out. <laughs> they're just doing tweaks to make it it's just even a little bit better every time, which is fine, and I like that. Yeah. Why fuck it? Why fuck with a good thing? You know, yeah. don't fuck with it. Just do extra. Just just tweak it to make it slightly better, if that's all you have to do. And some people act like just because the the uh, the face buttons are now clear plastic instead of solidly colored opaque. Right. Some people are like assuming making dumb assumptions like, will they have lights in them? Will they light up? I'm like, no. No. Do you want it to cost more for no reason? <laughs> it already costs uh, like what, sixty, eighty dollars for fucking controllers it is? Yeah. Uh, the the PS four controller started at sixty and they raised it five dollars some years later. Yeah. So now it's sixty five. So this will probably be seven. Yeah, this will probably definitely be a little more because of all their extra stupid, extra stupidy tech they put in it. Yeah. Um, so and which I'm sure they have no they have no problem doing seventy because the the uh, the Switch Pro controller is seventy. Yeah, the, and I don't and I don't even know why that one is because that has nothing. There's nothing unique in that one. It's just it's very standard. <laughs> and it's a good one. I actually overall kind of think it's good, but it's not as good as the DualShock Four. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, when I when I think back about the uh, the 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 regular style controller for the Wii, the original Wii, like the the sticks don't even push in. Yeah, it just feels weird. <laughs> yeah, on that one, on that one, it doesn't. On on the uh, on the Wii U controller, it the type of controller they did. And oh, okay. and uh, that pro controller for that system did, and so does the Switch. So on all the control, all the Alex sticks now on the Nintendo stuff do, do click in. But uh, yeah, they didn't on the Wii and before. 
they took a long time, you know, doing the, they, they're doing a Nintendo, you know. Yeah, they do that slow catch-up. Yeah. Like, we'll get Absolutely. there. We're Nintendo. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what what about their uh, about their uh, Switch Pro controller though is seventy bucks worth. I just I don't get I don't see it. It's it's fine. You're trying to you're wondering where all that money went. It it didn't go anywhere. They just pocketed it. <laughs> that sounds about right. It feels more like a more like a fifty dollar controller to me, <laughs> and they're charging seventy for it. That's retarded. Based on tech tech in, uh, involved in in it and the overall quality, which is yeah. it's like I said, it's pretty good, but I don't love it, so you know it's whatever. Yeah. Um, so uh, since we're done with all the shit we want to initially talk about, let's uh, let's mention uh, this pandemic and how people are stupid and protesting the stay-at-home orders because they like to. I guess they want it to stay long, even though they're they're doing it because they don't want to stay at home any longer. But then, the very idea of them doing this is gonna make us stay home longer. Yeah, they're fucking retarded. I don't understand them. Land of the free. Um, the free to do what? Get a disease and and then die? Yeah, well, you're free to do that, I guess. The free but to have that. Fr- but the you're fr- not a fr- you're not free to then make that be a problem for everyone else, which is what's gonna end up doing. Yeah, the freedom to go around and uh, infect people. The freedom to be an um, ignorant moron. Yeah. Like, is this the freedom we're talking about? Because I'm not in favor my of favorite, My favorite photo is of this crap. It was the lady in front of Baskin-Robbins showing up a sign that said, give me liberty or give me death. Yeah, I don't think that's what it originally was intended to mean. Well, My liberty after eating in at a Baskin-Robbins. Oh, <laughs> stop. Please. Says the person who still can get her Baskin-Robbins. Right. And had it in just, her hand in the photo. Yeah, and she couldn't simply just be inside. <laughs> whoop de fucking do. I mean, you're you're free to eat it at home. <laughs> yes, you're free to eat it at home. They're, you're not denied the food. You're just denied inside at the restaurant. Wow. Such freedom. Uh, such liberty stolen. Come on. Oh, I know. My valor and liberty has been stolen. <laughs> valor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I probably said this on one of the previous podcasts, but it's worth re- revisiting that a guy pulled up to the to the to where I work, and um, and I was standing there ready to leave for that day. And I was just talking with someone, and the guy and some guy pulls up to the door, and he he gets out and comes around, and then obviously he's not someone supposed to work there, so he's and we're not open yet, so he's just like. So the person's talking to had to stop and handle him real quick and go, yeah, we're open at, we, we don't open until eight. And then he's like, he just, he literally just turns away, turns around and just yells out, God damn coronavirus. <laughs> it drives <laughs> off like a maniac. <laughs> and imagine how he is today, because that was like a month ago when he did that. <laughs> he's out now there protesting he's probably, the virus. What's that? He's out there protesting the virus. Yeah, he's probably one of those people now. I don't know how you do that. Oh, uh, but they, dumbasses find a way. They find a way to get out there and protest and get it. That's what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, people have already been infected and died because of, extra people have died because of this. And I'm like, dude, if you're a part, if you're a part of these fucking dumb protests, oh, please, die. That's the best case scenario for all of us. 
as I've always said about this, if you if you can't understand why we're doing the stay-at-home orders, and you're just too stupid to live. Yes. So please allow the allow the virus to get kill you. Yeah. Get it and kill you. Put us put uh put yourself out of our misery. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Fucking tired of this bullshit. I mean, if, I don't we're, wa- if we're gonna if we're gonna have to stick a, stick around with this uh, virus for for the long haul, like it seems like we're going to, right. at least at least let it kill all the shitty people, you know? Exactly. I mean, get something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just think it's so stupid that these people just like don't understand. Like like they literally like I saw this video of this of this uh. This nurse, he was uh, standing and blocking traffic of these people that were protesting this shit, right? And this woman's like, land of the free. And I'm like, dude, you guys don't understand. They they literally think that liberals want just to stay at home. No, we all want to be doing whatever we want, right? Yeah, of course it's we this, do. But we're staying at home because we, we're not stupid, yeah, we we're doing the thing that's actually going to that that would if y'all would do it would actually help it get past this sooner. Which not is what you want. Yeah, which is what you want. But, of but course they always you, they always do shit that just makes things worse. That's all yes, they ever do. Yes, of course they do. I now, want this, so I want it now. What are you two? <laughs> yes, they are. In fact, their brain certainly is. Yep. Not fully formed. <laughs> Still like, an amoeba up there in their head. Yes. Not fully formed like a tomato that never is. Yeah. I like to bring that up because it, it just feels like it's a fruit that never formed fully. Never knows how. It just created... It was a slop with a, that, that successfully encased itself. Yes, it fully formed the outside, but then the inside is this bunch of sludge and shit. <laughs> sludge and seeds and yes. disgusting matas. <laughs> yeah, damn right, matas are disgusting. <laughs> I like bringing that up because it's. Uh, it, I I literally tried to have a burger with a tomato on it one time, and I about fuck. I gagged a little bit. It's like never again. <laughs> what what is this slime? That's probably like shit. twenty years ago at this point. I was like, I ain't touching that shit ever again. This is not fully formed bullshit. I have. I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was the worst idea I ever had for a meal. I'll never do that again. Well, if you're out there, anyone listening to this, and you like your matas, uh, let let us know how much you like them. No, and tell no. us why. No, actually, don't tell me why. I want to know why. Why people like matas? Yeah, why do you like your matas? Just <laughs> let me know. <laughs> why do you like your matas, brother? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm interested because I fucking hate them too. <sighs> Disgusting garbage. <laughs> Just tell me why you like the matas, brother. <laughs> Let Hulk Hogan know how you like the matas. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, let me tell you something, brother. This podcast is done. So we're going to just tell you that you can find us on at Heart Anasagi on Twitter and heartarchive.wordpress.com. Dude.